magic exists everywhere. It exists all the time if we are willing to look at it and like see it and to, to even look back in our existence and be able to see the breadcrumbs that like the universe has mm. has left for us. And you can say, I see now, I see. So that was Veronica Clark, and she is an absolutely magical force on this planet. This is a deep and insightful podcast that I know you are going to thoroughly enjoy. So without further ado, let's get to Becoming Legendary with Veronica Clark. There are no gold medals for down dog. Maximize every opportunity so that you can become you legendary. Become legendary. What adjustments can you make right now to make yourself 1% Your better? Your only goal is to be the best version of you. All right, Rad. Veronica, welcome to Becoming Legendary. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, so happy to be here. I start out every single podcast in the exact same way, and I'm going to stop saying that I start out every single podcast in the exact same way because everybody knows that. So what does your typical day look like? Well, you know, my typical day, I don't really have a typical day. It depends. It depends on... What happens when I'm, you know, when I wake up in the morning, what does spirit kind of lead me to do? And so it, it, it changes from day to day. How did you get to the point where you had that much freedom? Oh, I had to create that space for myself to have that much freedom. <laughs> yeah, for right? one, I detached from a corporate job. So <laughs> that meant um, creating freedom for myself and really identifying what kind of life do I want to live? Yeah. How do I want to live? What do I, what is it what does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? Really? And then what is it going to take for me to be able to achieve that? I want to find a way. One of the one of the most consistent things about people that I talk to on this podcast is they've detached from from their corporate existence. Yeah. And a lot of people that listen to this podcast have a corporate existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I did for like 23 years. There's nothing wrong with it. It's like I feel like for, for those of us that have left the corporate world, too often it's like the grass is greener thing. Yeah, like we want to, sure. we want, it feels like, oh, well, I left the corporate thing, so there's no more problems. And it's, I know you know it's not like that. And everyone who's in this, uh, in this pasture knows it's not like that. There's plenty of problems when you don't have corporate life. They're just, they're different problems, right? Mm-hmm. They're just, they're different. And the, the stress levels is kind of ebbs and flows differently. And it's just, it's a different existence. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has to choose their own path, right? Like if you, mm-hmm. if you are truly following your heart, and I think that might be the answer that, that I'm looking for anyway, mm-hmm. if you're truly following your heart and what, what you're doing on a day-to-day existence is like really connected to your heart space, yeah. barring any negative impact on, on the rest of the beings on this planet, yeah. is there anything that you can do that's wrong? Oh, I think when you, when it comes to following your heart, there's, there's, I'll tell you what, I tell you what you're risking. You're risking the loss of ego. Yes. Right? <laughs> and what does that mean to people? Yeah. So when, when you really decide that you are going to follow your heart, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to make this more personal to me because I've always been an entrepreneur, even though I've had like a corporate job, I've had leadership positions, I've done a lot of different things. I've always had 
an entrepreneurial endeavor, whether it was a little boutique or it was a group home or it was whatever it was. I've always had like a side gig. My friends would like joke around and say like, you're a Jamaican, like you have so many jobs, but it was my passion. And it was also some of this inkling inside of my being that was like, this isn't, this isn't really for you. This is, I always felt like it was something I had to do because I have five children and then I had a family and because ego said, you know, Veronica, you want this really big house and you want to drive this like fancy car because this means that you're somebody and you've achieved something. I'm a girl who grew up in like, I didn't know at one point that my family was like living in the hood, mm. right? Yeah. Like I had no idea that we were poor or didn't have a lot of money. So to me, having an success meant I have a title, which is bestowed upon me Mm. from this corporate entity who Mm. says, you've got these sets of responsibilities, follow these rules. You're going to make more money. You're going to do all the things you're going to achieve all that you want. Right. So buying into that was like, it was easy for me to do. Mm. But at the same time, there was a part of me that was like, like raging against the machine, like quietly, (laughs) quietly. And then all of a sudden it was like howling. I felt Mm. like I was walking into the matrix every single day and I couldn't do it anymore. And I, and I physically, my, I think that when we ignore our heart long enough and so many of us do it in so many different ways, and it really depends on how our level of awareness and consciousness and where we at and how is this, feeling really vibrating through us. And so it's like our body is actually the last to know when it's like you've pushed it. Now you're moved into dis-ease or to disease, yeah. right? Yeah. And so for me, my body was like, Are you, I, I kept having like these responses, like I would physically get sick. There's a point where I was like vomiting from so much stress and anxiety after like having a meeting with maybe one of my higher ups. Yeah. That's wrong. It's not normal. <laughs> it's unhealthy. Sure. Yeah. But it's not like I didn't have warning signs before that. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's, that touches on so many things. There's a component to corporations right now that I think is just almost inherently dysfunctional. I'm mm. sure there are, uh, there are corporations out there that are healthy, but in the corporate world that I've experienced, uh, there was a, an immense amount of dysfunction and there was an immense amount of unnecessary stress that mm. was just laid upon individuals within, within the organization. And that's that unnecessary stress that we're creating and that we're passing on to individual humans affects everything, everything. right? Because when you feel terrible when you leave work, you're going to react more poorly to the next situation you're 100%. in. So... There's something about there's something about an awful lot of the corporate world that's dysfunctional right now. For sure. And I think when you break free from that, even though we have the the stress, right? The financial stress, like there's there's all those stresses that you you they're just there that are just part of being an entrepreneur. But you don't necessarily have the unnecessary stress anymore. You have a choice whether you want that's to bring it. that unnecessary stress with you or not. Yes. And when you make the choice not to, there's a there's a lightness. There's a real lightness that comes even even if the financial mm-hmm. success that you the success that you'd experienced previously doesn't doesn't travel with you to your new existence. Right. There's a lightness to you that is really hard for many people I think to find in the corporate world. I think that's why people end up exiting. Yeah. The, I want to go back to something you said about always having that entrepreneurial spirit in yeah. you. 
what what is that? What is how why do why do people like us have that? What is that? <laughs> I think it's it's this desire to create. Hmm. It's it is part I to me it is part of being so a part of creation and knowing that and being able to be so open to that energy moving through our body. And sometimes it's done in these unconscious ways, right? Like we're unconscious and we're just mass creating, we're producing, we're doing things. Sometimes it's like I've made stupid business decisions, right? Yeah, for sure. Like super, like <laughs> fell on my ass kind of stupid stuff. But you grow from it. But I really believe that that spirit is that understanding that we are so connected to like this divine energy and this source. And it just, it's magnificent. Yeah. And I, I think, and it's not something mm. that, like certainly you can develop it and you can, when you bring awareness to it, then it becomes more like fine skilled, like yep. toned, but there's something in your being. There's just something in there. That's like, like you can't stop. You can't stop <laughs> thinking about it. You yeah. can't, whatever it is, whatever the next idea is, you yeah. want to create and yeah. bring forth. Yes. So. And it ties back into the like universe. There, there truly is a universal human desire for expansion, right? Yes. Like, everybody wants something next, next, back, next, next, mm-hmm. better, 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 whatever it is, whether it's a, a newer car, a fancier car, or a more connected heart space. Like yeah. we all are working on something. But there's something weird about the entrepreneurial, like there are, because I know I have deep, deep friends who I have been friends with, who I've grown up since I was six years old with, yeah, 12 years old with who have no desire at all to build any business mm-hmm. of their own. And and there are people like you and me that just, whatever you're doing, there's always another. There's like, I, I also have this side project yes. that I just have to have going on. And, and that, I don't know where that falls on the like balance level. I, I try to think about that with myself a lot. Like, I think that's a really good point. And I think that this is important I think it's a very important point because for people who don't have that entrepreneurial spirit or that, that desire to do that, that's perfect also because yeah. this is what brings harmony and balance. Yeah. Can everybody be mass producing and creating and doing all of these things? No, somebody needs to still run the, the corporations. Yeah, for sure. Like we still need electricity. We still need to be able to go to the grocery store. We still need yeah, these things, right? Sure. So it's like, who will hold that up? Mm. Who will be the pillars and who will help to hold those establishments up, which we still need in order to move about in our universe, right? In a harmonious way. Ah. And there's others, <laughs> right? Does that make sense? Yes. Right? And so there's like, and then there's others who are like, I'm going to do this, but it all feeds each other. It's all feeding each other. And it's like the the beauty is if we can just move out of our way, cut ego out of the way and those things, and then just trust, am I aligned? Like, am I aligning with my truest, most authentic being? Not what my ego wants, not what this like little Veronica wants, but like how am I best going to be able to serve my family, me, the universe, right? Yeah. The collective. Like, how am I best going to be able to do that? Maybe that's too deep for some people, and that's all good because yeah. I wasn't always there either. Yeah. You know, 21 years old, I wasn't thinking about that. I for was just sure. like, I'm going to do this. But when it comes down to it, when we're aligned, that's when we give our fullest. That's when it just, we can create with joy. And is it always greener on the other side? It depends on your idea of what green is. Is it easy? No, it's yeah. not. 
sure. Like there's those days where it's it's a struggle and it's challenging, right? I'm not even going to say a struggle. I'm going to say that it's challenging, but so is being in a corporate world when that's not really where your spirit is. Yeah. You know, that's challenging. So what's the trade-off? I get to choose my challenges this way. Mm-hmm. I get to choose how I want to approach them versus I'm going to be on somebody else's agenda. And if I don't follow A, B, and C, then I'm going to be, you know, penalized or whatever in a certain way. And it doesn't, it just doesn't serve us. Yeah. So we're just redirecting that energy, moving it somewhere else. It's so much more aligned and just recognizing that, you know, yeah, for me to create this life for myself, that meant I, I right sized. Mm-hmm. I drive a different car right yeah. now. I live in a different space right now. And I, and I'm like, how awesome. I don't have like a backyard to have to worry about being landscaped and like, I don't have to do that. So there's trade offs, but we do them consciously and you do them in love and you do it with like, yeah, I'm going to get out there and some days there's just going to be some storms. (laughs) Yeah. There's some days the water is going to be like super turbulent. I'm going to wonder how the hell I'm going to keep my head up sometimes, but I'm going to keep on paddling because I know that I can do that because I know that like I'm aligned and I got this and you should keep on going. Yeah. So. I think one of the, I want to, I want to tr- try to connect this because I think this mm-hmm. is really interesting. You talked about, you talked about the, the infrastructure of yeah. society and just like there's an infrastructure of society, there's an infrastructure of, of you as a human being, right? Like we need a scaffolding of ideology more or less mm-hmm. that like roots us and grounds us. And it's once you've developed that scaffolding, Mm -hmm. then you have the ability to have the creative space because you know you're rooted, you're safe, you're connected. So that once you feel rooted and connected, it's way easier to grow. And the same thing with plants, right? If if a plant is uh, if a plant is constantly being moved by wind, it's being fluttering. The 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 stem or stalk is moving. Mm -hmm. It's going to spend more energy building the structural component, right? Like that's. That's what, it's what life does and it's what society does. And there's almost a fractal component to universe, society, human organism down to the cell. And it's, that might be too deep for for anyone. (laughs) No, but yes, I'm with you on that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But it's so, it's so interesting. And I think people that their passion Mm -hmm. is developing the infrastructure. They're like, they're the most important piece in this whole puzzle. Because without that rooted connectivity to safety, everything falls apart. Everything falls apart. I love that. Yeah. It's a, it's so, (laughs) so there's no, there's no right path, right? It's not like, oh, we left corporate world. So we're right and you're wrong. It's like, we left corporate world because that was what sat right in our heart. Yes. Because being at the corporate space didn't sit right in our heart. And if that's you and you're listening to this and you're like, Man, I'm sitting at my desk and I don't I don't love this. I don't feel like my soul's on fire. Maybe it's time to look at that. Yes. And then I want to go right into the like trade-off thing. I actually I'm not sure that there that it's really a trade-off. Mm, okay. Right? It's like we think all these things are gonna make us happy. Yeah. But the reality is nothing we're ever going to buy is ever going to bring us happiness. 100%. It doesn't matter what it is. I agree with you on that. So yes. it's like all right, we have a different set of things, yeah. but who gives a shoot because we're freaking happy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think the trade off. What I mean by that is, and and is 
like, okay, we think we're going to, we're going to work for certain things, yeah. right? Or yes. for money or for this or for, and so, so this is what we're doing this for. But perhaps like for me, got to a point where it was just like, it was just too much. It wasn't worth, to me, it wasn't worth the stress. It wasn't worth the anxiety any longer, mm. what I was doing in my physical body. So perhaps I might, um, I'm still abundant. And yet the trade-off for me is that, um, I don't have to have all of that stress and anxiety. Um, I get to choose something that's much different for me. I don't think that's the best example, but I, I can't come up with it right at yeah, the moment. It's but it's just, it's just like, you're already stressed, but you can yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yes, for sure. do something different. And, and yes. it might be stressful because you're working hard for yourself, but you're working hard for yourself and you're pursuing your dream versus using that stress mm. to work for somebody else's dream. Yes. So, yes. That's the trade-off. Or more right. often than not, not even somebody else's dream. Yeah. Right? Yes. Like more yes. often than you're not, very it's yeah. like <laughs> somebody else's check mark that you're yes. working for. Oh gosh, yeah. And that is that can be really hard on, on your soul. Yeah. If if you're not if you're not someone that cares about check marks, especially, yeah. then earning a check mark for somebody else is like it can eat you up. Yeah. And if you feel like you're getting eaten up in what you're doing, then I really encourage people, I really encourage people to to leave and just see what happens. See what happens. It's, it's not like you can't go back and get a different sure. job if that was what came down to it. Literally, money is the most renewable resource on the planet. Yeah. And we can always, 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 always make more money. Take your, take your, you know, one thing I do want to say about the structure is when I left, I didn't leave because begrudgingly mm. right and anything that we end whether it's a relationship with a person a relationship with a corporation anything like that yeah to be able to honor the gifts that came of that yes and i was able to establish a really strong foundation because of all of the years that i spent yeah. in this entity right like in an institution that helped me to develop organizational skills and different things like that and you literally and so, would not be this person that I you are today without be. that it's no. impossible so how could I even leave and say like, yeah, in the end, my body was like, it's time to go now. But that's because I wasn't listening to my heart initially yeah. <laughs> and not taking that. So finally it was like, okay, how am I going to get your attention? Universe is like, something's yeah. got to give. So to leave and to separate when you're ready to do that is to do so in a way of like, thank you. Thank you for this. And now it's time for me to go. Yeah. But to be grateful and show gratitude for, for all sure. that you've learned because of that. For sure. So it's like it's a part of you. It's it's, it's literally so a part true. of you. And I think that's that's one thing that I really I really love as a concept is any time that we're interacting with someone, they they are literally becoming a part of you. Yeah. So if you're seeing somebody on the street, right? It's it goes back to responsibility. Um, but if you're seeing somebody on the street and they're they're in a really dysfunctional space. The moment you see that, that, that experience is part of you yes. and you are a different human from that point forward Yeah, and you don't have a choice. That's a whole nother like <laughs> conversation. Yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. But you, but you are changed. You're changed. Because of that. For sure. Yeah. And, and every experience that we go through, relationships, every, every work experience that we go through, every personal experience that we go through, they, they, they change us. They become a part of us and we take that on. Yeah. And, and that is I think there's actually, I think there's so much power in that. Yeah. And just being like, you know what? Even if it was the worst thing ever, it's like, 
but I'm different because of it. Yes. And I'm, I'm this person that I am today because of this experience. Absolutely. And we're in control of our perspective. Oh yeah. <laughs> How we see something. Yeah. Is this, was this like this experience, not like good or bad. It's like lesson learned. What was yeah. my lesson? What was my gift? Yes. It's all perspective. You know, when it comes to those kind of things. How do we, are there any tools that you've utilized to like get, get the space needed? Because I think we need some, some space and it really, to me, it's intellectual space, but I don't, I don't know how everybody else works, but I think, I think there's a necessity for me to create intellectual space so that I have the capacity to just kind of have a little pause because mm. I have a tendency to be very quick, mm-hmm. very quick intellectually where I'm like intellectually where I'm like, okay, here's the thing. Now here's the next thing. Here's the next thing. Instead of reacting, yeah. are there any tools that you found where it's like, all right, this is an experience I'm going through. I'm in this experience right now. It's whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And instead of making the next thing happen right away, I'm going to ground myself into this experience and then from that place of safety, comfort, and, and connection, move forward. Yeah. This is a beautiful question. It's a very deep question also. It is. It's yeah. an interesting question. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, there's several different things that you hit on, and I want to thoughtfully answer them. Um, so the quick answer is mindful, mindfulness and meditation. For me. Yeah. But to go even beyond that, to dig deeper into that, is this um, learning really how to hold space for ourselves in a really loving, kind way. To hold space, like, without judgment and without this, like, self-sabotage kind of ingrained behavior when maybe something doesn't turn out the way that we thought it was supposed to or what have you, but to really, like... To, to hold space for ourselves in a loving way. And what I like to call it is like to stay with yourself. So I like to stay with myself, to just observe myself, to watch myself in a loving way to like notice, okay, what's happening right now? Like you need to like, so I'm going to say to myself, hey, Veronica, oh, what do you need right now, sweetie? What do you need? Oh, you need to throw your legs up the wall, mm. you know, just lay down and ground for a moment. Heck yeah. Or, oh, <laughs> what do you need to do? You know, what do you need? Like, just check in with myself and stay with myself as a friend and not like as a, mm. you know, as this like taskmaster. Yes, so it's friend. as a friend to yes. stay with yourself as a friend. And so this is an important practice to cultivate. Uh, and it really does require this like mindfulness yeah. and this loving awareness it sounds cheesy, but this is, it's really true. And yeah. it's like, it doesn't matter. Like this is who we are to love on ourselves, to help mm-hmm. to move ourselves forward. And and so be your friend, especially if self-love is like a challenging kind of a thing, yeah. you know, especially if there's a lot of disappointments or a lot yeah. of setbacks or things in our past that we've still been like, like punishing ourselves for, yeah. like be your friend, love on yourself. And so that takes some time and, and uh, needs to build some capacity for that. But the other thing is um, this moving with grace and moving at a rhythm that is more in tune mm-hmm. with your natural state of being versus our conditioned state. Mm-hmm. Our conditioned state might be like, hey, I got I to gotta hustle. I can get like that. Like, I want to get stuff done. I'm quick. I'm a quick thinker. You know, I really relate to the intellect. I'm like, yeah. I'm fast. That's not 
always serving me though. For sure. So to be able to like slow down and to be mindful of the movements, to be mindful of the way that you walk or the the way that you eat, like just awareness of bringing this grace and subtlety in, I believe helps us also to create more space for the intuition to be able to move through us so we have the knowing. So at the beginning of this podcast, you asked, how do I start each day? And it's not always the same because I'm listening for what do I need to do today, Source? Yeah. Like, what what's happening? What's moving in my body right now? Oh, I need to bust out with my cushion and get down. And I'm I'm planted here for 30 minutes, maybe an hour and a half, or whatever it is that day. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's starting off with yoga. Maybe it's like I'm I gotta bust something out really quick and send out this email. I don't know. It's different. Yeah. I'm grateful. We gotta create space so that we can do that though. Yeah. So being your friend, <laughs> like staying with yourself. I love that kind of thing. Like it's like hunt those shadows, check them out, see them, mm. pour some love over them. As I mentioned before about leaving a relationship or, or something like that, or do so with some honor. So even if there's something about yourself that in the past you you weren't living up in your best integrity, you weren't doing your best. Don't cut like you're harming yourself. Just, I learned. Thank you. Yeah. I, I learned the lesson. I don't need to repeat that. Yeah. <laughs> Be your friend. Yeah. Move with grace. Walk into the room with a little bit more like presence. Yeah. Slow down. So this way you bring the, you know, divine with you. It's really, it's really interesting. Um, I think the visual component of someone moving at a, at a different wavelength is really easily recognizable. Mm-hmm. And when you like when you walked in today, right? There's there's just a presence to you. It's just it's fun, it's lovely, it's just like it's it's very it's very powerful. And when you're out in the world, you can see these people. Mm-hmm. Right? You can see just wow, and there's a there's a pull and there's an attraction to that energy level. Right? It's like you know, for whatever reason, that person is holding something different, some type of connection different within them. And that is, it's a really fun experience to see that out in the wild. <laughs> like, I just love, I just love seeing that when it's almost like, like people are floating through their existence. Oh. It's it's just lovely. I love that. <laughs> I love that you also say like out in the wild. Um, one of my programs is called The Way of the Wild mm. Woman. Mm. And it is like that. Yeah. Just yes. releasing the conditions, rewilding, coming mm. back to our intuitive nature. Yeah. And these are those steps to that. Yeah. Like really being aware so that we can be aware of the way that we're vibrating. And what are we attracting? Yeah. Oh, that's another amazing conversation to have sometimes, right? Yeah. I know. It, it's, it is. It's really interesting. And, and we're, um, we're coming up towards the end of, uh, end of what we have. So I want to, I want to get to a couple of quick things sure. for you. One. A question that I ask a lot of people is, what's the closest thing you've ever experienced to real magic? And yet you explicitly say magic exists. Yes. (laughs) So tell me about that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's not an easy answer. I I don't like easy answers. It's not an easy answer. (laughs) 
magic exists everywhere. It exists all the time if we are willing to look at it and like see it and to, to even look back in our existence and be able to see the breadcrumbs that like the universe has mm. has left for us. And you can say, I see now. I see. Um, there, you know, I'll share this. Um, ever since I was a little girl, I was a little girl. And I, I mentioned I had the best of both worlds. I was able to live with my mother and experience one side of, of, um, the economy. And then I also lived with my father and his family and, and experienced another side of the economy. And so in, when I was living around with my father, um, I had a group of friends and I who would always have beautiful ceremonies, these beautiful rituals. And I'd walk around, we'd walk around the trees and we would have these like, um, little tree bark pieces and we'd have flowers and we'd be walking around in this beautiful ceremonial way around the trees in this like offering. And, um, I would just have this, it was just so natural. Anyways, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but this is one of the breadcrumbs that I was able to identify. These things, these little ceremonies, these rituals that nobody taught me, but that were just so natural. And I just invited my girlfriends, my little friends, we were like six and seven years old, to do this. And it was just magical. And all of these things started to reappear in my life at different times. And it was being able to um, make the connections that I was able to really honor like this true nature of myself, which is a magical child, which is a co-creator, which does have the potential to do this when we recognize and to be able to manifest from a conscious way versus manifesting in, in its unconscious way. So to me, this is what that magic is. You can mm. call it maybe intuition or any of those other things, but to me, it's this, this co-creation with, with, all yeah. with the universe and we look back we can see that it's always existed in our life if we just yeah. know what to look for yeah. paying attention to those subtle little details about ourselves that we might have thought was just child's play or <sighs> ignoring that's super interesting um and it, it really that that opportunity to look back and breadcrumbs as you called them connect those dots to to what we what we are yeah it can be, it can be like scary sometimes. <laughs> it's like, was I, what, did I have any other choice? Was there any other possibility than to be right here? Yeah. So I'm going to try yeah. to squeeze this Oof. in. <laughs> yeah. I think this is, I've never talked about this outside of one very small intimate group. And um, one of the most fascinating things about myself that I'm recently discovering is I have none of the negative self-talk. That's wonderful. It's it's lucky, mm. right? But that's like my gift. My yes. like I was born into this existence without that experience. And it's not that I'm like, oh, I think everything I do is perfect and great. It's mm. that everything is neutral. Mm. So I start out from this remarkably neutral place that I'm only beginning to become aware that is not everyone else's experience. And that has been such a gift in that I can Anything that happens, it's like I never have I I never have a feeling of what do I do now. I'm yeah. always like, I'm rooted, connected, and grounded, and it's clear thought, and this is the next step. And that is just it's such a lucky gift, but I've done nothing. I cultivated that in no way. Like I I literally have been born into that experience. Yes. 
And it's, it's interesting that when you have those, when you have those things, because they're hard for other people to understand, yeah. right? It's, it's hard for someone to understand, oh yeah, but I always had this in me. Right. <laughs> and, and you have that same thing. And I wonder if we, if we, again, I'm 39 years old. I found this out in the last 18 months. I yeah. figured it out, right? So how many of us have these things? How many of us have these things that if we just took enough time to look back, if we just took enough time to mm. connect, we'd figure out, wow, that is that is my like inherent gift that I was given. Yes. This like special, amazing thing that makes me me. Yeah. And I think we I think we really do all have we do. some type of source connection. We do. I know we have some type of source connection, but we have some type of like amazing skill set that's just waiting to be uncovered and like utilized in, in ways that we can't imagine. Yes, we all do. And, and you know what? We, if we're, if I'm going to use this word lucky, yeah. if we're lucky enough to figure out that, yeah. okay, if we're lucky enough to figure that out, but here, let me say this slowly because so my intuition is that you must have some sense of who you are as an individual and not have to be so caught up in the, all the mass and the rhetoric of who Sure. Somebody thinks that you're supposed to be and have Fourth, to walk that in that me. way. Yes. Okay. Okay. So a lot of people are not as fortunate sure. at that. Okay. Because they're still in this. It's their primary challenge. Out. Yes. Yes. So it's when we can start moving away from who am I supposed to be? I'm going to be whoever you say I'm supposed to be. That ha- that layer has to be pulled mm. back and pulled and yeah, really yeah, thin. Yeah. It has to be thinned out, really yeah. thinned out. And then maybe not completely removed. It's got to be significantly For thinned sure. out. Yeah. So then we can start to see what comes up to the yeah. surface. So that's when we know, like, this is more of my true essence. This is mm. more of my truth. But if we're so... If we're... If we have the mask on yep. and it's too thick, yep. it's too... Then then we're not going to be able to pay attention to those subtleties. For sure. Right? Okay, so I think that's the first part. Yeah. The other thing is, this goes back to also being our friend and loving ourselves, is not... So there's my... Some people, I work with a lot of clients who have this like, but who am I to have this gift? Right. Who am I? I am... I'm I'm not good enough to have this, or I'm not worthy enough to have this, which is such a fallacy. And that is like... That is going to really suppress this. And what a dishonoring to ourselves that we don't even recognize or realize. But even more so, what a dishonoring to all of us. Yeah. Right? Because we're all connected and can benefit from this. Yes, for sure. So to like look back and look for those clues. You know, I mentioned my childhood a couple of times. It wasn't a very easy childhood. It was very challenging. It was very difficult. So in those things, I still had to cipher through to see well, what was what was a beautiful gift and what helped me to get through much of my my the childhood experiences that I had. And and in looking at those things, I could see see so much like beauty also in who I was as a child. And and I use that term like this magical child, but I was that. Yeah. I'd always have dreams. I would say, God is showing me pictures of tomorrow. God show me a picture of tomorrow because I'd have dreams and I'd know exactly what was going to happen the next day. And so like, to me, as you mentioned, it's like, I just thought everybody had that. Isn't yeah. that a normal thing? Yeah. And so it's like, 
paying attention to these little things and looking for the good in who we are, looking for the beauty, even in the most disparaging or horrific situations, there's always the beauty that's there. For sure. And in that, that's like where, that's where those little nuggets of truth are. That's where the universe has put all of these little breadcrumbs <laughs> so, so you true. can scoot back. <laughs> yeah. Perspective though. Yeah, yeah. Am yes, I willing to required. see these things? Yeah. Am I willing to see this? Willing is a really important piece mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, for oh sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like so beautiful and deep and like this is what I this is what I work with my clients on is um I work with I work with what I call like shadow slaying. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we do a lot of shadow stalking and things like that so we can but then this honoring also of the truth and and, and also recognizing some of the lessons that maybe we chose we chose so that we could like be this like amazing versions of ourselves so that we can serve like our communities, yeah. our world and do magical things. Yeah. These are some of the things that we're also going to be that I'll be discussing um, during the Beauty Within Expo mm. and um, holding some workshops on that and like writing the truth of the heart and helping to start looking back and uncovering. So like during that session, um, I'll be creating some different type of experiences and like, um, a little bit of this like mind altering type of, um, altered consciousness to move into different spaces within ourselves to like, look for those nuggets Mm. to be, you know, willing to look for like the beauty and, um, and see what comes up of that. And so yeah, that's, this is, this is why I left the corporate world. This is why, <laughs> because I couldn't like keep this in anymore. Like this is what my work is. Yeah. And it's, it has brought me so much joy to work with people one-on-one, to work with people in groups, to work with people in, in larger workshop settings. And it's like, this is, this is it. This is the work. So, yeah. That's just, it's so perfect. And it's so you, and it, it feels so grounded and connected um, that I'm going to end it right there. We're, we're two minutes over and yeah. we're, we're, we're lovely. This has been so great. I appreciate you coming on so much. It's just yeah. been so much fun. That's my pleasure. I Thanks. love this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.